Hello, hello, and welcome to the ISV Society Podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I am so excited to be here and chat with you. So first off, you may be asking, what is the ISV Society? Well, it's a membership just for ISVs, where we collaborate, educate, and generate leads in an affordable way. From webinars to blogs, as well as monthly mastermind meetings, these are just some of the ways we're working together. This podcast is also another way to bring the content to you. There'll be marketing tips and tricks, ISV guests, as well as fellow marketing professionals. Just think of it as your one-stop shop, all things channel marketing. It's all about the power of collaboration. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ISV Society podcast. I am so excited for this episode and want to thank you for tuning in. We have a great lineup today. Usually I only talk with one person, but now we have three. So I'm stepping up my game. Very excited to talk with LBMC. And we'll be talking with Margaret Bolding, Ashley Canali, and Lisa Cummings. Welcome, everyone. So excited to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Sure. So I'll just chat a little bit about who each of you are, and then we can dive into the questions. So Ashley is and Lisa, both Microsoft Dynamics Strategic Account Managers. And Ashley lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, has been with LBMC for four years She comes from a background of software, customer service, and account management, and her role is to work with existing clients to help make the most of their investment and help them improve their business processes. She grew up in Eastern North Carolina and has a husband and an almost two-year-old daughter, as well as an English bulldog and cat. And then Lisa, who's been in the dynamic space for about 29 years, Lisa, I'm right there with you. (laughs) Spent several years as a controller, followed by 19 years as a consultant before becoming the strategic account manager. And those experiences has helped her understand her client needs, working with a diversified portfolio of accounts in different industries and helping clients discover and improve business processes. In her spare time, she enjoys spending time with her husband and two boys, listening to all kinds of music, playing board and card games, cooking, sitting on the beach, soaking up the sun. I'm right there with you. And also (laughs) loves being silly with her golden doodle, Daisy. Dogs. I have a dog too. So we're all dog people. And then Margaret. Yay. (laughs) Margaret's a Dynamics GP practice manager. And I'm sure all of you know her. She's also been in the channel for 26 plus years, as well as me. So we've been in here for a while and she's had many different roles, but what brings her here today from a practice manager's perspective. And we'd love to hear her thoughts on what our goal is to chat about today, which is working with ISVs, which I think is so important for ISVs to get the perspective of a partner and leverage your expertise in the channel, leverage your knowledge in working with ISVs for the years that you guys have been in this industry and letting these ISVs get your experience and knowledge and hopefully help them with better best practices in working with you. At least that's our goal, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. 
So let's dive into the questions and we'll start with Ashley. What is your role, which I know I kind of talked a little bit about in your bio, but if you want to elaborate on that and then how do you work with ISVs? Thanks. Um, so I am a strategic account manager specifically on the Microsoft side. Um, what our role is, is to you know manage that existing client base. And we have clients in um, on GP, on Business Central, you know, historically NAV as well, some CRM clients as well. Um, and our role is to truly just make sure that our customers are getting the most out of their software, um, that they know who to go to, that they know where to turn to when they have questions, and just make sure that they're happy and make sure that they know what's out there, specifically ISVs. And so um, on that note, you know, we engage those ISVs um, in a number of different ways. We attend webinars, uh, sales trainings, we do self-educating. If there's a new one out there that either a client is, you know, looking at or, you know, a, a certain need that one we a need that we don't know quite yet, an ISV that fits, we'll do some self-education out on the interwebs. Um, and then, you know, if a client comes to us with a need or in our conversations with them, we identify that they um, have a, a, a gap where they, you know, feel like there could be some improvement, um, then we reach out to the ISV community and um, work collaboratively uh, on a deal through discovery and through the final sale. Great. And I'm, I'm assuming Lizio might be similar, but I would love to hear your perspective as well. Yep, um, very, very similar. Um, so working with the ISVs, um, you know, I, I, I enjoy all of them. They're all just so very helpful um, and just being able to reach out to them and know that they can support our role. Um, and, you know, if we need a demo, we can get a demo from them. Um, you know, they're usually very responsive. Um, and I think that's probably one of the most critical things is because sometimes we have customers that are like, hey, can you get me a quote, especially for licenses, you know, if they need additional mm -hmm. licenses for any of the um, third parties that they have, they're like, hey, I need these, I need these yesterday. And um, so the responsiveness is, is really, really important um, just to be able to get something turned around quickly. I know everybody's so busy and we don't have visibility into ISV calendars typically, um, but yeah, um, I, I think that's that's really important when we're working with them is that um, we can just get a, a real good response time from them. And, you know, most of all of them that I've ever had, you know, if they're out of the office, they always have a backup person. So I think that's great um, that, you know, I can reach out to somebody else and just say, hey, I need help. Yes. <laughs> So-and-so's out. So I need help. Can you help me? <laughs> So, yeah, no. I think it's so important to for ISVs to be able to get back to you guys on a timely manner. It's uh, it's definitely helps the partnership and the relationship because you yes. don't want to be waiting on answers or anything like that. And when you have a customer waiting, you need them to be responsive so it doesn't make you look 
bad, so to speak, in front of the customer if they're waiting too long. So yeah, totally get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think another thing, this is Margaret, I feel like is important is that we, just like our clients, often need time to digest what's being put in front of us and also to not feel like we're constantly being sold to. Mm -hmm. So it's a delicate balance between finding uh, or finding the sweet spot between educating clients on what's available for them. Right. And especially if there's a myriad of things that are available in the same, in the same type product functionality group. Um, but also understanding that the, the ISVs that we work with are pretty patient. You know, they are not trying to break down your neck. Where's this? How come it hasn't gotten sold yet? And understanding that clients need to kind of just digest this and be able to, to work through it. Cause you know, sometimes you know, everybody needs more than one um, touch you know, mm -hmm. to make sure that it's what they need. So maybe they go to a conference or maybe they sit in on a webinar and then all of these come together to say, oh yes, now I'm ready. I'm ready to actually do something with this. Yes, totally agree. And that kind of leads into my next question is how do you help your clients find the right solution? And we can start with Lisa. I mean, there's so many ISVs out there and there are so many solutions and there is even so many solutions for just one need like AP automation. So how do you distinguish, you know, what, where you, what is your starting process and starting point figuring out, Hey, what's the right solution for this client? Yeah. So you are right. Some, <laughs> some of the different areas, there's like a plethora of solutions to select from. And, and that's a great question. It's like, where, where do I start? Because I, I have so many great relationships with so many of the vendors that do very similar, um, mm -hmm. you know, software development and have similar product offerings. And so really kind of <clears throat> the conversation obviously begins with the customer uh, because you've got to look at their budget, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and most of the time they're like, well, um, haven't thought about that. I don't really have a budget. <laughs> and so you're like, okay, well, uh, if you, if you are, Having to have a but, you know, if you had to pick a budget, kind of what would your price range be? Um, so I do try to be conscientious of price points. Um, although sometimes buying the cheapest is not always the best solution. Right. So, you know, you've got to look at price point requirements. Um, and then I also look at customer service. That's pretty key for me because if, if I don't, if I don't have a good relationship with the vendor and I, or I've had bad experiences with the vendor or my customers have, and you know, it's a repetitive thing, then obviously it's not somebody that I'm going to say, Hey, well, let's look at this one. Um, but those, those are probably the key things that I'm looking at when I go and select a vendor. A lot of times a customer will say to me, we want to have two or three options to choose from. Mm -hmm. You know, I really like to try to start with two um, because I think when you start looking at three and beyond, it gets very confusing and convoluted yeah. um, for the customer and they don't remember, okay, well, software A, is, are they the ones that could do blah, 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 but software C couldn't. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's really kind of the approach I take is like, what's your budget? Are they look wanting to look at multiples? You know, what are the requirements? Mm -hmm. What's going to be the best fit? 
So that's great. Um, and but customer service is really huge and plays a big part of it. Yeah, I think that's that, that it should definitely. Uh, you always want to have a responsive team for support and whatever else. Yeah. Well, because, you know, in the end, it's a reflection back on us because right. we help them make that selection. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ashley, do you want to elaborate on that as well? Yeah, that's, that's such a good point because that's actually something that, that I hadn't thought about too, but you're just so right, Lisa, is that if, if, if we know that historically uh, this product or this, you know, vendor uh, doesn't have good support once they're live, you know, once they're live, I'm talking specifically, you know, if they don't have good customer support, I, yeah, a hundred percent will not, um, will not identify that as a as a good solution for my client and so how I find them though I personally have a folder on my OneNote and I have an ISB info tab um, and I have a bunch of pages within that tab of um, ISV information, any demos I've sat in on, any sales trainings I've been on, any webinars I've attended, um, you know, gone to conferences and sat in on on, um, ISV sessions. I write all of that down. And so if a, a client comes to me and says, I want time in attendance, for example, I can type in time in attendance and find, you know, the ISVs that I have looked at before and help them evaluate from, you know, offer suggestions and help them evaluate from, from the list that I have um, that I know about, because there's no way I could keep all these ISVs right. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But I bet every ISV listening that will listen to this podcast will love that you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know there's also, uh, you know, like these, do you utilize these product directories that are out there like ERP software blog has the product directory uh, the partner index is a new one that launched the partner marketing group is also launching their product directory will you think that will be a resource for you guys in the future or do you utilize that now at all I actually do I use the one mm-hmm. from um dynamic can um Lisa help me out with the Dynamic communities. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. And they have that. They have one too. So sorry. I forgot that one. (laughs) No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Um, But yes, actually, and I, I hate to say, I didn't know about those others. Um, Oh, well, there you go. I'm helping them. A plug for you guys out there. Yes. A plug for them. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, those are very helpful too, because not all the time I've, you know, known, or if it's something obscure that someone knows, like somebody wanted recently copy paste, you know, AP transactions. And so Margaret was lovely and remembered that, you know, but it sometimes it comes from being in the channel for so long um, Mm -hmm. and knowing what's out there is, is, is how these people get their names out. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And you mentioned Lisa about the, you know, looking at a couple of different ISVs for the same solution. And I've been trying with the ISV society and just with my marketing background in general, trying to get these ISVs that do sell a similar solution, like say um, project tracking and project costs, doing a webinar and providing content on that so that customers and you can make an educated decision. Hey, this product 
probably will work better or this product will meet my needs more so than this product. So I think I'll dive into this product more versus the other one and just saves you guys so much time and energy because we've done the work for you to be able to make that educated decision just by being a part of this webinar or this content that's created to show you those key differences and why one customer might need a solution over the other. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to do more of those, so. Yeah, and Amy, to that end, one of the things that's absolutely lovely is for an ISV to go ahead and say, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, or recommend 100%. another ISV, right? Yes. Say, hey, yes. I can meet this customer's mm -hmm. needs, but this ISV can like this. We, I think we've come to the point in, in this channel, and, you, and most of us have been on it for so long, that we've gotten to that point where many ISVs will do that. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, you never heard that. But now I, I really feel like a lot of ISVs will do that. Because I don't think that any of us walk away feeling like, oh, yeah, no, we just got, we just wasted our time. No, we find that information valuable and um, they're more respected for it. Yep, I agree. Mm -hmm. Right, because at the end of the day, it's the customer first. And mm -hmm. just because your solution doesn't do it and you know of someone, but you're keeping that close, close to the vest, that, yeah, 100%, I think that that is super. And if the functionality isn't currently there, but it's in development, that's good to know. Even if it's just a sidebar conversation between the ISV and the partner. Yes. But the last thing we wanna have happen is that um, the, the client gets a rather large bill and then they find out that they're really serving as the de development guinea pig. Yes, yeah, being clear on those expectations, I totally agree on that as well. Because mm -hmm. a lot of clients mm -hmm. will be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Some won't, but some, you know, say, hey, can you at least give me a little bit of a reduced rate since I'm helping you out with this part? Yes. And that's fair. But, you know, just to be upfront and tell them we don't have it now. It's on our product pipeline. We'd really love some help, you know, getting that. Would you be interested? Yes. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. and I think it's so important, you know, if they say yes to have a guinea pig and them willing to be the guinea pig when you, and when you're installing new systems or features of functionality, whatever it is. Yeah. So with that, uh, let's dive into our next question. I think Margaret's going to start this one. How do you like to work with ISVs? I think we've touched on it in some of the other answers we've given, but we mm -hmm. really appreciate those ISVs that are responsive to us and that they make it easy for us to work with them. Um, you know, easy to get registration keys when we do upgrades. You know, for example, if they've got a way of doing that either through a portal that we can log into or um, or being very quick you know, to mm -hmm. be responsive or, you know, even there's some that are, are automated that as long as you're current on your enhancement, the registration key just updates itself. So that's that's pretty nifty. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I know that TikTok is a lot of development to get that way, but it is very nifty. Um, and. I also appreciate when ISVs will reach out to us if a client has contacted them directly mm -hmm. and to, you know, go ahead and pull us in because otherwise if they don't, it just kind of feels shady. Right. And then, you know, especially if they need help later um, on getting it implemented, it's like, wait a minute here, we didn't even know about this. And now you're demanding our time for this block of, of, or this week or time period. And we didn't even know about it. I agree. I think, and you guys, you know, bringing you in is even better. It's helping you help them close the deal. Right. And you know more about this customer than they do. So they should be leveraging your expertise for that customer. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Lisa, Ashley, anything that you guys have? I don't, I, I, I kind of echo what you've said, Margaret. Um, 
I think that um, the portals are always nice to be able to log in there and pull, mm-hmm. you know, the reg keys when we need to, because then it's kind of like one of those things of like, <laughs> I always allude to like an employee calling payroll <laughs> and saying, hey, can you send me a copy of my W-2 or hey, can I get a copy of my direct deposit slip when if you've got that portal and they can just go do it themselves? It's kind of nice to be able to just have that and not feel like you're pestering someone all the time. Yeah. A hundred percent. Those, those portals are so helpful. And I like, you know, being able to go to the portal without having to involve, you know, them. So we can just like Lisa said, learn how to fish, you know, use that portal for, for our own. And, and I think another thing that I think sometimes ISVs like to n- not hide, I don't want to say hide, but I, I think they, they like to keep their price list like close, yes. closed off. And if I have access to that and can give a client preliminary pricing and, or say, Ooh, this is out of your budget. Sorry. You know, before we even get involved and before I even have to reach out to them, that's a lot more helpful than, you know, than me having to go through this whole cycle and then find the pricing because they don't want to just give the price list out to everybody. Right. And I I just think of how much time they save by giving you everything that you need. So they don't have to, you don't have to go back and forth in emails or whatever conversations to get that answer. You have all the information right there. So it makes it very easy for you. makes it easy for them. Saves everybody time. So it's a win-win for everybody. (laughs) Okay. Back to you, Ashley. So how often do you like to receive emails or communications from ISVs and what types of content do you like to receive? Yeah, here, um, you know, just have to be honest with this one. I really only like to receive, if there's an important update, you're changing your pricing, you're made an update to the software, you have, um, you know, I don't know, a user conference coming up, something like that. But if it's important, um, I want to know about it. And, but if it's an ISB and they're just sending me an email, basically reminding me that they exist, I won't read it. (laughs) I did that stuff. You know, I just, we don't have our time in our day to stop and read, you know, every email we get so many from clients as it is, um, you know, that I, I want only the important stuff to be quite honest. Yes, I agree. And Lisa, did you want to elaborate on what kind of content you like to get? I'm assuming probably similar, but, um, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't mind it um, because I have actually found that there's times there's information in the emails that they send out that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Or it's, you know, sometimes it's a timely thing that just so happened that I've got a customer looking for, you know, XYZ software and um, they've got a webinar coming up. So guess what? I can have them go look at this webinar and See if it's something we want to um, proceed researching. And so I, I don't mind it so much. Um, well, it's nice to know you utilize it and we'll invite your customers to those webinars that make sense, right? And yeah, I think yeah. ISVs appreciate that. The, the one thing that I have found though, that some of the ISVs are a little bit like they put too many webinars out there, like in such mm-hmm. a short time frame. It's kind of like, okay, 
you can throttle back. I know you're trying to push your product, <laughs> the, the information out there, but four or five webinars in a month is a little bit much, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't mind it too much. Do you find that you like the, uh, for those webinars, do you find that you would rather join or invite your customer to like a, a demo oriented one or an education informational one? Um, well, I think it depends, to be honest with you. Um, I think both of them are really good. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, one thing I like is the newsletters that I've said, noticed that a lot of them are starting to send out like monthly newsletters. That is something that hasn't, I mean, I'm seeing more and more of that. So I, I think if they put the link into um, the newsletter for any of the previous webinars they've done, and a lot of them will, um, when they're doing their recaps, that's beneficial too, because then if I couldn't join the webinar, at least I can go back and look at it on my own time, or I've got, I know I've got a link. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I bet it's helpful also because you are in different ERPs to have those ISVs that work in all the ERPs that you guys focus on. So that way you're, you mm -hmm. know, you can go to this ISV for whatever ERP it might be, because they have a solution for all of them, right? So I'm sure that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last but not least, our last question, what is an ideal partnership? And I know you guys kind of added in and trickled in this content throughout the time we've been chatting, but would love to just get a quick snapshot of, hey, this is my ideal uh, partnership with an ISV. Who would like to start? Mm. Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it is responsiveness and then also them thinking about what they would want if they were in our shoes. You know, what would, what would be helpful to them to have content on their website so that we can uh, help gain this information for ourselves um, and help make renewals and getting registration keys and, and, um, some self-service things like that, but also um, knowing what you're really good at and where your sweet spot is. So, and I can think of some, you know, ISVs that have a, a comparison of here's our product versus our competitor's product. And it's not meant, I don't take that as being underhanded. It's really nice to know, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, where do these strengths lie? And so that's, that's really helpful. So I guess kind of, you know, place our place, themselves in our shoes of what they would want to see or yeah, what they would want to know. I think that's that's a great point, Margaret. And I also think, um, and I, I we've been having meetings with our ISVs just recently, kind of with it being the new year and everything, just our partner meetings that we have with them. And one thing that I've I've been voicing and just because I think it will help us through the process when we are um, you know, reviewing products with, for customers and such is that if they could, if they could provide us with a list of like questions, um, so that before, cause we'll have a discovery call, but if we could get a list of questions prior to even that discovery call, 
because then we could get the customer to answer that list of questions and provide it back to the ISV. And during that discovery call, if there's, you know, if they need to take a deeper dive into something that the customer has said, then they've kind of already positioned themselves and they're prepared for that call. Yes, I think, I, would, be, I think it would be great. Yes, I, and I know some ISVs do that, not all, but they yeah, do, it would right. be great if they provide those questions to help you know yes. what to ask. It also helps the qualification process for us of how serious is this client. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Because if they won't answer that, then they're probably not all that serious. Right. And again, it's, you know, by them giving you this information, it makes it easier for everybody and wastes less time for everybody as well. Mm -hmm. so, and that's what we're all about. <laughs> yep. Ashley, did you have anything that you wanted to add? All of that is is exactly <laughs> how I feel. Um, absolutely. You know, I think we've said communication, responsiveness, um, the questions. That's so important. Uh, Self service, and and um, I really do. I enjoy being able to ride shotgun the the whole way and be involved in every step of the way with the client because. They know and trust us, and you know I try to, you know, make sure that I have as 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 many notes as I can from those calls, so that I, you know, can go back and remember what you know what was reviewed. Yeah, exactly. You said it all in a nutshell, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you guys said it. All right. Well, I, you know, thank you again so much for joining me today. I really think you provided some great education and value. And I, I hope all the ISVs in the channel listen to this and pick up a lot of the nuggets that you provided to help them make better business decisions and working with you all. So I do appreciate you joining today and again, taking your time out to be part of the ISV Society podcast. Yeah, thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. I do appreciate it. Have a great week and see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.